the Pope just laughed at me and said, Firefox, I use Internet Explorer. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of COP. As you can tell by this spacey uh, audio quality, no mics. But next week, there will be mics. And it will be glorious. We'll be back to that good old sound that you've been craving for since episode 10. I think uh, 100 episodes later, you'll be getting it. All right? Wow, they, we've done most of the episodes on the phone. Oh my god. Yeah. This is the, kind of a... It's kind of humbling. I don't know. I don't know what to say. You know? <laughs> It'll be nice. The P in COP is going to stand for professionalism starting next week. Call be, to professionalism? Call to professionalism. Be there or be square. All right, well, we're going to not be professional this episode because we... This is our last episode of unprofessional conduct yeah okay we watched uh well there's there's no really easy way to put this we fucked up well i don't know if it's a we but just explain the situation and then and we'll let people decide okay i will matthew texted me the other day and he said well i texted matthew okay well let's go let's go back no no no, let me (laughs) what are you gonna say Let's go back farther. Because okay. last week, we said, we, we spun the wheel. Mm-hmm. And we got Firefox. Mm-hmm. And Luke groaned because it was Clint Eastwood written, produced, direct. <laughs> um, no, we never heard of this movie. I thought, sure, it could be a fun romp. But, and then we spin again. Yeah. And we got Plan 9. Yeah. Which is, of course, a cult classic everybody knows. Yep. And so what Luke said was, if we get mics, we're going to do Plan 9. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get mics... We're going to do Firefox. This is kind of poetic, actually, because I have a mic. Well, but it's it's the kind of thing where it's a package deal. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll let you explain from here. All right. But, I'll, but watch your words, please. Well, then I said, Matt, get a mic. He said, all right, remind me when I'm home. I'm kind of Matt's carer. I have to remind him when I do things. So I said, all right, get a mic. He said, okay, it's coming in on Sunday. Well, we're supposed to upload on Monday, although that rarely happens. That's my bad. Maybe. And, <laughs> and then I said, okay, it's coming in on Sunday. It'll be a late episode, but all right, we'll make it work. We'll do Plan 9. And Matthew said, okay, we'll do Plan 9. So I watched Plan 9. Well, then, um, what? Well, okay, so you're already wrong because I was like, let's... I was like, he was like, you're like, buy the mic before I snap, is the words you said, okay? And then I said, only if we do Plan 9. And then you said, buy it. And then I bought it. Yeah, so we're doing Plan 9, because you bought it, because you said, you're well, all, no, we're only going to do Plan but, but it, 9 if you buy okay. a mic, and then you bought a mic. And then what happened yeah. was, a few days ago, Bezos kind of fucked us a little, uh-huh. delayed to Monday. Yeah. Okay? So it's not coming into time. Mm-hmm. Um... So I'm assuming, okay, we're doing, it's a, it's a little bit up in the air, okay? It's a little bit up in the air what the situation is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming that Luke's going to remain adamant we're going to do Firefox because he wants to say Plan 9 for that special crisp audio quality, okay? Yeah. This is the kicker, okay? Today, I text Luke and I say, um, what's the plan? We set up a time 
and I say, what movie are we... Uh, no, 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 Okay, 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 fair, fair, fair. I say, so I text him, uh, Firefox, <laughs> question mark, and this guy responds, Trivago. Okay, so I'm assuming that means yes, that's the movie we're doing. Uh-huh. And... I get to, you know, and now I'm here, mm-hmm. and Luke didn't watch the goddamn movie. I had, seriously, no, I had totally forgotten about Firefox, I forgot about Clint Eastwood, and <laughs> his inability to act, and then when you texted that, I thought you were just doing a bit of a meme, which will be a reference to the clip that will hopefully come before the intro jingle to this episode, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. No, it wasn't. So... Um, I think most people agree that this is your fault because I asked you Firefox and we're, you're sitting here now next to me and you haven't seen Firefox. You know what, listeners of COP, write in. Write into the COP uh, Gamal uh, email address and tell us <laughs> nobody, what you think. Nobody's going to do that. Just comment on the COP uh, Instagram on the post about this. If you think I'm right, comment if we should promote it to Reality Records. And if you do, then I'll know that'll be a vote from in my favor. And if it's for me, um, is there another <laughs> Galaxy Records? Do Galaxy Records if it's for me. I'll show you. I mean, I'll put I'll post the screenshots, man. I have no shame. That's how confident I am in this. Mm-hmm. So we didn't watch the same movie, okay? Um, we're gonna do we're gonna do a split episode. First, though, we'll have a little bit of pre-bag discussion as a treat. Um, and for those who maybe are looking for a more cohesive discussion. A little bit of salami as a treat. So I saw a couple of good movies this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new uh, A24 movie out, Bo- <laughs> Bone Chilling Atmosphere Core. Mm-hmm. Not really. Um, it's I didn't even hear about it um, until I was bored at work. And sometimes I see what Cineplex is playing. There's this movie called X. There's X. Oh, I think I saw a little bit about that. Basically, the premise of the movie is it's these six people, and they're, they pile up in a bus mm-hmm. in Texas, mm-hmm. and they go to a cabin owned by a creepy guy mm. to shoot a porn movie. Oh, I saw... Yes, 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 yes. I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, and if you couldn't guess by the premise, it's like they're homaging slasher films, principally Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. Um... The the difference is instead of like a family of crazies, it's just this old guy and his old wife. Mm. The movie's pretty decent. Yeah, it's a solid picture. It's relative. It's not terribly ambitious. It's not actually like bone chilling atmospheric horror. <laughs> it's it's like a pretty standard horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's clever enough. The homages you're gonna enjoy this movie more if you've seen fl- slasher flicks because you're gonna know where they're coming from with certain tropes and you're gonna be able to telegraph it. It's the kind of movie where it's kind of okay if you know what's gonna happen. It's like an hour and 45 minutes. You know the exact point in the movie where it's like, okay, now the character's gonna start dropping off. Um, the the actors in it are relatively unknown. Uh, there's The lead actress is this lady named Mia Goth. Apparently she's in like... Uh, I think he was a nymphomaniac. Those movies, I've never seen them. Mm. Um, they have uh, Jenna Ortega, who is the little sister in Scream. Okay. And it makes me think that they're trying to establish her as a bit of a Scream queen now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's a pretty funny film. Um, I would definitely recommend it if you're a fan of horror or you just want some cheap thrills. It's pretty funny. 
Oh, and here's the big kicker, and this is a weird one. The guy who's the star of the porn film is this is this Vietnam vet, this this black guy. In real life, or no, in in the movie. Okay, but in real life, he's the lonely stoner who frees his mind at night. It's Kid Cudi. Really? It's Kid Cudi. Yeah, <laughs> he does okay in this. Actually, surprisingly, like he kind of just he just just kind of acts stoned and relaxed for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell if he's actually acting or not. But he's decent. Uh, there's a joke uh, part of the way through the film where you see the silhouette of his huge dick and it's like swinging by his knees. <sighs> It's a bit of a silly picture, as you could get. But it's a fun little horror romp. I'm sure you would like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good. Hmm. Should go check that out. It, it's, it's not like other A24 movies, really. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, the bone yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's not like Hereditary. It, like, you can see a little bit of the influence, but it's, it's a pretty standard horror flick. Hmm. But you don't really see those kind of back-to-basic films that are done well. It's like you either have like a high concept horror now or a reboot or just shit a shitty movie mm-hmm. that feels like the three kinds of movies you're getting in horror movies you're getting in cinemas these days this is fun nice i saw another one wait i just have to ask something yes the younger sister in scream remember in the scream uh like the girl who's who gets stabbed in the beginning in the new scream Remember oh, New Scream? I, I thought you were talking about the original Scream. No, no, no. Okay, in, in Scream the, fi- uh, 5, 4? Stab 8. Stab 8? Okay. It's, it's Stab 8, yeah. 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 The, the the little sister who's like laid up in yeah, the yeah. hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's also in this. Okay. Um, I feel like I saw her in some other kind of horror project, but I don't know. She's new. She's decent in the movie. Oh, she's new. Oh, she's new. Yeah. And she's about to burst onto the scene. <laughs> um, I saw another movie... Uh, this one was uh, recommended by a friend of the show, uh, Gabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Love Witch. I never heard of this either. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's a film, and the most distinctive quality about it, uh, and I think that people, I guess, who like it online, the thing that they really took to is that they filmed it. It, it came out 2016, but it looks like a 60s film. It has like that Technicolor look. Mm-hmm. The makeuping's done that way. Even the way it's paced and the dialogue, like how it's more formal. They'll kind of the, it, it's really the little things in the movie. Like they'll just have her take the time to walk to a bench and then sit down and then take a few bites of her sandwich. Yeah. They 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 play it really coy and it's like a sixties mil film. The premise of this film is is just this witch who moves to a town that's semi-tolerant of witches and she's she calls herself the love witch because she's just trying to find love. Okay. Um, and she meets a few guys that she wants to fall in love with, but it doesn't work out. She, some of them die, and it's kind of her fault. Mm. It's, it's like a horror comedy. The comedy in it's very dry. And the thing about it is that it's written, produced, and directed by this lady named Anna Biller. And supposedly she's like a feminist filmmaker. Yeah, hardly know her. Biller? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um... So in the movie, the movie is kind of like a feminist commentary. Mm. Um, they 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 kind of sometimes they lay it on thick, sometimes they lay it on subtle. Um, but it's kind of about the power of sexuality, uh, gender dynamics, and stuff like that. Here's the thing with the movie: elevated horror. Ele- um, it's it that's like the high concept horror. Yeah. Um, it's 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 decent. 
That one is also just decent. If I have to give both of these movies back, they're both 3 out of 5. The Love Witch is really good technically. The performances are okay. It's hard to tell if the actors are really trying to emulate the, the sort of wo wooden style of the 60s, like just like any TOS extra would yeah. be. Or... And, and nobody really turns in a greatly memorable performance. Even the lead actress, she's just fine, you know. If you've seen, like, Bewitched or something, it's, it's like that. Um, but it looks cool. The produ production value is incredible. The big thing is the sets. It's the aesthetic here, I think, that you really go for. Mm -hmm. And I guess if, if you're a feminist scholar, then you'll enjoy the stuff underneath. But the film is a little offbeat, and I think, like, in a way that is not deliberate... Uh, like, there's some legitimately scary-ish parts, but I was always waiting for that part where it was going to devolve into a nightmare, 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 or it was going to go, you know, like, episode two of Twin Peaks, you know, where you're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was kind of weird, and kind of just break the whole 60s facade. It's interesting. That was the thing about it. It's, it's, it's a flawed film, but it's worth checking out, if you like cinema, of course. Um, I would recommend that one, too. Nice. So those are the two good movies I saw this week. I saw a couple movies yesterday. I saw Leprechaun in the Hood. That was, I think, Leprechaun Part 5. I've only seen it's one. It's called Leprechaun in the Hood? Yeah. Um, I've only seen oh, no. one with Jennifer Aniston. She's the star of that movie. And Warwick Davis plays the, the, uh, leprechaun. the leprechaun. So, yeah, Leprechaun in the Hood. It's... Mm, it was it was honestly pretty funny at times. So it's like it's what you expect. The characters just kind of talk shit like they're in a GTA Five game, like the whole movie. Cheese the yeah. asshole. Yeah, and I, that stuff just like it makes me laugh is every it, time. Is it like horror or is it like comedy? It's more so comedy than it is horror. Like you have a couple of gross out scenes where the leprechaun will you know, shove his hand through someone's body or something like that. But it's never, the movie's never uh, scary because it never takes itself seriously. Mm -hmm. um, basically, they have this um, flashback scene at the beginning of the movie where Ice-T finds... The Ice-T of Law & Order SVU fame? Yes. He finds the leprechaun and his buried treasure under a subway or something they're just kind of looting him and his buddy and they both have like afros one of them has like a pick in it and <laughs> they have like uh what do you call it? like i guess like thick high heels i don't know if that has like a name for it but like platform shoes yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're drive ass turkeys <laughs> and um Anyways, he finds his treasure, and he finds uh, this golden flute. The leprechaun's powers apparently change from movie to movie. So in this movie, I think the flute can just... It can control people. What's the leprechaun's endgame? He's just, like, just to terrorize people? Yeah. Okay. To just be an antagonist in a, in a film, really. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because that's all he does. He just has this, this pot of treasure, and if you steal from it, then he kills you. And takes his treasure back. I see. So, <laughs> not a whole lot going on. But anyways, he steals this flute. His uh, his brother gets put on ice uh, from the leprechaun. And then, anyways, Ice... Fuck, Ice Cube, Ice-T. 
those two, man, they need to sort out their names. You know what? I think it's Ice-T's problem to correct, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> Mr. T. Shit. Oh, no, you can't do that. Dr. T. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ice-T, um, he becomes a super successful producer. Um, and then the movie follows... These little hoodlums, they're trying to be rappers, and they just suck ass. They're really bad. They're never making it out of the hood? They're never making it out of the hood. <laughs> and that's, like, what their music is about, like, get it, you know, making it out of the hood. And then they go to Ice-T, and they're like, all right, check out this music. And he's like, no one wants to hear this shit anymore. And he's like, I want to I wanna hear you rapping about Uzis and bitches. He's, like, in that bling era of hip-hop, I guess. Yeah. So... I don't know. Honestly, I was painting Lord Belch uh, during the film, so I didn't catch all of it. But I, um, you have like, haha, trans people jokes because oh, it's tasteful. Yeah. What, what year is this roughly? I don't even know. To be, uh, you want to check yeah, it I'll, out? I'll check it. Just because the clickety clack of those MX cherry reds or mechanical gonna... keyboard MF to be like. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um... You know, there's there's a character where she's a prostitute, but oh, she's trans, ha ha ha. That's so funny. I've never seen that before in a in a comedy. Um, so you get that, and like I said, you get some kind of decent horror stuff. But for the most part, it's just trying to be a comedy movie. And then a lot of the times it's just not, they're not doing funny things or being scary. So it's just kind of boring for the most part. But you have some gems here and there. Do you think that the, it came out in 2000, by the way. Oh, did it? Yeah. I I think it was around, um, I think it was around the 2010s when it was, they started treating uh, trans people with respect in uh, media. Do you think that the um, producers of the Leprechaun series were like, we need to boost sales? Yeah. And they looked at the stats and they saw that we're really lacking in the 18 to 25 black man and woman market. And in such, they made Leprechaun in the Hood. I think it was just like a self-awareness thing. And then, you know, like uh, Jason takes Manhattan or something like that. Yeah. Where they're like, or like the Jurassic Park when the T-Rex gets into New York or whatever. They're just doing their spin on that where it's oh, Leprechaun in the Hood. <laughs> and, and I think there is like Leprechaun in Space as well as another one. Oh, yeah. So they're just getting goofy with it. You know, when you have like Jason X. Yeah, that sort of I, I was thinking Leprechaun X. Yeah. <laughs> I, they're just like... They, they were trying to be self-aware, but... Um, I don't know. They just, at the same time, they took this plot too seriously. Does the leprechaun say the N-word? No. And I was really hoping that he would. I was just I was shivering with anticipation. But in uh, the leprechaun, I'm pretty sure in the first movie, he would just kind of say little rhymes. But in this movie, he said, like, anything he says is kind of like a hip-hop. Oh, so so he gives his like his limericks an urban twist. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. And that was that was pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> and, and oh, sh- yo, sucker, don't take my gold. Now I'm saying, shame. And uh, to, to defeat the leprechaun in the first movie, they use a four leaf clover, and it basically atomizes him. He explodes and turns into goop and all this crazy shit. In this movie, they're like, all right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna roll a joint. 
with a four-leaf clover essence infused into it, and we're going to smoke him out. Like, that's kind of the tone of the funny parts of the movie. <laughs> does it work? Yeah, like, it does work, but, like, like the the story, because they, they try to have this really elaborate story, it's kind of boring. So mm. you're just kind of waiting for a cool squib or, yo, a free sucker. Um, yeah. So it, it's, a, it's a mixed bag. But uh, it has some gems, and you get to see the leprechaun smoking blunts and uh, wearing bling. I, I saw that, I looked up the movie for you, yeah. and I saw, I've seen that picture of him wearing the glasses. Yeah, yeah. Like the sunglasses, I've yep. seen that image before. Yeah, yeah. I did not know about this movie, though. <laughs> so that's uh, that stuff is funny. When they're going full self-aware, it's pretty awesome. And then I watched Scary Movie. Um, Which you uh, famously do not like that much. Yeah. Do you remember the character Doofy <laughs> in that movie? I haven't seen Scary Movie. You haven't? No. What? I have not seen. Oh, I've seen. I've seen bits and pieces. I remember one time I came over while you were watching Scary Movie, and yeah, I, yeah. I think it was the scene um, where she's like, uh, like, haha, like your ghost face or whatever and then oh, he yeah. cuts her head off and yep. she's like haha so funny <laughs> like yeah I, that's all i remember from the movie oh okay and uh, also the clip i've seen of where she put like pushes the grandma down the stairs <laughs> to get rid of ghost face she pushes like the grand piano that's the only two things i know there's a character named doofy obviously supposed to be making fun of dewey from the first movie um well i guess he's in all of them r.i.p yep shout out to him and his family bless up but Do uh, Doofy is uh, very touched. He's very gifted. I, yeah, I see. And sometimes it made me lose my cool a bit because that's the sort of stuff I like in movies. Um, because it's just it's so <laughs> it's just so taboo that I just can't help but just piss my pants laughing at it because he not supposed to do that. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. Um, but other than that, the movie just has so many crappy, like, sex jokes. Oh, yeah. Which I, I don't find funny. It's not funny? Yeah. Um, why, it's funny. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. why you don't like American Pie? You know, he fucks the pie. It's funny. Mm -hmm. I got I got my fill from GrooveTube. Maybe that's why I need a bit of a... You need a break? Yeah. Yeah. So it just has a lot of that, um, and I, I totally forgot watching it again now, just how, the movie literally is beat for beat the same as Scream. It's like mostly Scream parody. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't, and uh, that's all it is, is like, they're just redoing Scream, and then satirizing some bits and pieces. Of other horror stuff? No, well, like... Um, not satirizing, but referencing other stuff. What's weird is that, like, Scream is already, like, doing that itself. Yes, like, right? That, that's the thing with these <laughs> I always avoided the movie movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scary, yep. superhero yep. movie. Um, what else is there? Um, I swear to God, there's one called Funny Movie. Yeah, there's Funny Movie. Actually, yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Um, cause they're just, cause they're just like, it was just the parodies that they were making, right? And they mm -hmm. always look so stupid. Yeah. Like, it's like, you go, it's the kind of thing you go on movie clips to watch the, the funny bit, and then the rest of the movie's kind of a slog. Yeah. Also, they do seem hilariously, like, outdated. I saw a clip of, like, superhero movie the other day, um, like, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
the one with Drake Bell where it's like Spider Man. Yeah, they yeah. parody a scene from Spider Man, and then they're just like, you know what's gonna happen? Gay sex joke, um, joke involving the R word. Yeah. Uh, Minorities a, be like. Yeah, exactly. And I was yeah. like, damn, this is okay. I get it. I see. I see where it's at. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's what. That's. I'm glad you said that because that's something that's always bothered me. Uh, with scary movie in particular, where Scream is just scary movie but better. Yeah, like, it's just it's already a parody of '90s horror and horror tropes, and then it's like, okay, let's do that, but then let's just make it uh, offensive. Yeah, it's just it, it kind of seems like the movie that people would watch in idiocracy and take seriously. <laughs> No, yeah, I get it. It's just like, they're just devolving it, right? I, I guess those movies are just made to capitalize on whatever's big. See, they yeah. put Spider-Man out, boom, superhero movie. Yeah. We don't really get those kind of movies anymore. We don't really get parody flicks that much. I feel like that's a dying art. <sighs> the last parody flick that I can remember coming out was Fifty Shades of Black with Marlon Wayans. I didn't see it, but it was just I like... I haven't heard of that. Because those movies don't do well anymore, because people know better. Yeah. And it was just like a Fifty Shades of Grey parody, but with Marlon Wayans, so there's... I mean, the sex jokes in that must be elite, like transcendent, man. Like, oh my god. Maybe we'll review that one day on Cop. Other than that, all I saw was... Actually, okay, well, all I saw was Plan 9. So anyway... Anyway, so I saw Plan 9, but not only that, I, I rewatched Ed Wood... With Caitlin. For a greater appreciation of the film. Yeah. So we watched Ed Wood, and I really liked it the second time. Um, it's, a, it's it's really good. It looks amazing. Anyways, the, the Ed Wood review is out there. And yes. then Caitlin, I was watching this with Caitlin, she's like, I wish these movies were real. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, this is, this is a biopic. Like, these are... <laughs> We can watch these movies. She's like, and this one's real? Yep. So then we watched Plan 9, and I think half an hour into the movie, I think she fell asleep. Or she just like, I'm not watching this anymore. And she's like, I'm bored. It, the movie is is really crap. I watched this once before with a friend, and it quickly became something that was just on in the background. Really? Not even like, not so bad it's good. I I don't think so. I think this is like a boomer so bad that it's good. Like this is the boomers the room, but now we have the room, and this isn't like and this got a lot of character, admittedly. Yes. Yeah. This is just so inept. It's really embarrassing. Just like it, it's weird because it has structure, but then the the dialogue is just terrible. Like it has it has good ideas. So, do you remember like the uh, the premise of the movie from Ed Wood? Um, you mean like when they're making Plan Nine? Yeah, I know. I I was gonna say, uh, give me like a general summary of the premise. Just like what's the movie about? I just remember there's vampires and aliens and Bella Lugosi's there and he wrestles with the squid thing in the lake. <laughs> so. I'm going to take what what I saw in Ed Wood as fact. I'll just say... I'm, gonna assu- I, I'm assuming they made him a little bit flamboyant, but I guess, I mean, he was a shitty director, and he was like, you know, he's kind of like, all right, scene's done, move on. <laughs> they didn't have budget, you know, whatever. Because in Ed Wood, 
um, basically he, he owns his landlord rent money. The landlord comes in. He's like, all right, pay up, you deadbeat. It's been like three weeks late now. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just write you another check. Sorry. Um, the other one is probably to a wrong account. I'll get you a new new check right, right away. And then the landlord lo- looks around his uh, apartment. And it's full of movie stuff. And he's the, the guy's like, you know what? I've been thinking of making some movies, actually. And Ed was like, oh, yeah? And he's like, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm with this uh, church, and we want to make uh, one movie for each of the apostles. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, if you need money, all you got to do is just make one movie that's, you know, hip with the kids, and you'll have a bunch of money to make all 12 of those movies that you want to make. And he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, I could do it for you. It's no problem. And one thing that I noticed in this movie or in Ed Wood watching again is Ed Wood is really like just he's a con man yeah he he really just was like a leech um so he says yeah all right I'll make you a I'll make you a movie it's gonna be called Grave Robbers from Outer Space and it's gonna you know feature sci-fi because that's hip with the kids and they're like all right well you know, I, we don't like this grave robber thing. It's kind of blasphemous. It's sacrilegious. See, I don't think Jesus would really like this. How about Plan 9 from Outer Space? And he's like, wow, oh, that sucks. <laughs> kind of pulls like a Bruce Campbell. Like, oh, that's, come on. Oh, Spider-Man. Oh, jeez, that sucked. Our human spider. <laughs> um, so then, but then later on, you know, Ed Wood does what he does. And he's like, yeah, actually, we'll do that. Sure, I like it. Plan 9. Um so the premise is that there are these race of aliens... Oh, God. There are... There's a race of aliens that are from far off in the universe. And they... It's so confusing. They want to stop the human race from creating this mega bomb that you set off in the sun, which will destroy the universe. Because... Man, all the hubris of man. Uh, men, man kills their men kill their brothers. Uh, Classic sci-fi stuff, you know. So the aliens say that they've tried every other plan, so that they're gonna move on to Plan Nine, and they're from outer space. And Plan Nine is that they're going to bring the dead back to life, and that'll kill all humans. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Um. It's a good plan. <laughs> so, yeah. There's a lot of dead people, right? So. Yeah, so they revived three dead people <laughs> to um, take out the humans. And then the movie follows um, three guys. Well, it follows a lot of people, but there's three main three main plots. And there's the, the, uh, the captain, there's the police chief, and then there's the general. And honestly, the... Uh, uh, the flight captain is probably the best actor in the movie. He's surprisingly good. He basically is playing like that typical 50s or 60s hus- husband in, you know, a movie where he has to go off and the wife is like, will you come back to me? And he's like, baby, I'll, I'll always come back Don't to worry, you. Don't worry, Tuts. Just have dinner ready on the table. Yeah. He's, he's playing that. And honestly, it, it's pretty good. It's pretty endearing. Um, the rest of them k- kind of suck total shit. <laughs> and um, do you remember Bill Murray's character, Ned Wood? 
Yes, the the homosexual. Yeah, uh, he's in this, and he's the um, I guess the captain of the aliens. And there's one scene where he literally has a script. He's holding it in his hand. They're talking about Plan Nine. And he's like, Ah, oh, yes, Plan Nine is, and he's just reading. Like he just had a piece of paper. Yeah, like oh. he doesn't know what Plan Nine is. <laughs> like he he's writing the show. Um, so that was just so embarrassing. I mean, you have like boom mics, you have in the, the graveyard, they have tombstones that you can tell are maybe this thin, because when people walk by them, they wobble, <laughs> uh, it's just so much, so much stuff like that. Um, uh, what's his name? Tor Johnson? I think, uh, the, the big guy's name is Tor Johnson, Vampira and Bela Lugosi play the, um the reanimated corpses and all they do the whole movie is just uh and walk around and they show them walking around all the time they walk so slow that you never think that there's any real threat so it's not actually that scary but i do like that they were mixing um old school horror of like dracula which bella Gossi is obviously just supposed to be kind of you know dracula again um Mixing that old school horror with new age sci-fi. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, pro- I want to give props as much as possible because this is a movie that everyone, you know, disagrees. It sucks. So. Yeah. I like that. Um, How's the aesthetic of the film? Like, does it look okay? It, it looks like it has that kind of... It's the kind of thing where it, it reminds me of the blob where it's just like, maybe you can enjoy it just for the aesthetic a little of old camp sci-fi, you know? Yeah, like I like the I like the sets. I mean, I'm a sucker for that for that stuff. So I like the sets of the spaceship. Yeah, and I like their their little sparkly uniforms. Uh, Bill Murray <laughs> feels bad to call this guy Bill Murray, but I'm just gonna call him Bill Murray, even though he's not. Bill Murray's character has this little emblem on this on his uh, shirt. I like all that stuff. Um, I watch a recolor. This is by I think. Was it, uh, yeah, Legend Films? They also did the recolor for Reefer Madness. Oh, the one where they're blowing colors small. Yeah, although this is way better. I mean, it still looks like a recolor, but it was nice to, to watch it in color because the first time I watched this movie, it was of the same quality of that Night of the Living Dead rip that we watched off of YouTube. Yes. Yeah, so this was, this was much appreciated. Um, Need that Criterion <laughs> treatment, jeez. <laughs> Also, I don't know if I can find it, um, but you know how they have those little saucers? Yes. The famous saucers. Um, they don't scale them well when they're in, you know, in a show. <laughs> so it looks like they're this big, like two inches big when they're flying around. Because they'll just have it like right beside this tree here. And it will just look so teeny. It's so cute. Um, that that made me laugh. That was like a so bad that it's good moment for me. Yeah. And I, you know, some some dialogue gets to that, but honestly, it just gets to be a bit numbing over <laughs> over time. It's like how long? Like an hour and a half? Yeah. And there's just so many long shots of you know Tor Johnson walking around. That I don't know. Uh, one so bad that it's good moment is counting how many times the time changes in between shots. Like, it'll be night in one shot and then day in the next shot. And it will just do that snap back and forth. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Um, 
that that made me laugh but honestly the movie uh the movie's really bad and also one thing watching it ed wood um he really took advantage of bell lugosi especially he was literally like strung out and poor he's like be in my movie and he... you'll have more drug money yeah and that that whole thing of i don't know if you remember but he just filmed bell lugosi kind of walking around yeah and then he used that little bit of footage for this movie. Yeah. And that's what he said to to the landlord. He's like, I have the last bit of Bell Lugosi's, uh, Bell Lugosi footage. We can use it for the movie. That'll, that'll be a, a big seller. He's kind of... I, I don't know if he okayed that, you know? No. And then he's just, <laughs> he's just using it. Like, he's honestly a piece of shit. Um, and then... After that, I was like, to Kayla, I'm like, oh, do you know that he made, like, adult films after that? And she's like, oh, really? I was like, yeah. I was like, do you want to, like, put one on and, like, see what it's like? Like, She's like, sure. So we put it on. It's on, on, like, Vimeo. It's called Orgy of the Dead. And there, it was not, or, it wasn't an orgy. It was what? literally just, and all we did was we just hit the skip 15 seconds button until the end of the movie. <laughs> um, but... It was just this guy and this girl, they got tied up. That's weird. And then um, miscellaneous girls would just come in front of them, strip, and then dance naked. Mm. And that's the whole movie. So there's no orgy of the dead? No. I think at one point the mummy and the wolfman made a cameo. Um... So it's part of the universal monster universe orgy of the dead, as you tell me. I guess so. You know what? If if Ed Wood happened to come in on Bela Lugosi showering, he probably would have filmed him for a little bit and tossed that in his movie, too. If you Guys, could have. I have the last footage of Bela Lugosi's cock right here, okay? <laughs> this is going to be a big seller. But, yeah, this is like this is a one-bag uh, one movie. One bag out of ten? Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it sucks. It sucks ass. Well, would you ever watch this again, wi- uh, willingly? No. Wow, that bad, eh? Shit, shitty. <laughs> you know what? I'll um, I it's some. I have to. I I haven't seen it before. I have to watch. I saw that that thing is that saucer is really fucking funny, and it dangles like it's all kind <laughs> of string. It's classic. I'll watch. I'll watch this. Um, and and give you my opinion next week but uh that's pretty dire i guess you know what it's more fun to see bad movies get made than to watch them yeah that's why edward was such a good romp and just like like i'm saying with this being the boomers of the room just like how we have the disaster artist there's edward is there any like funny line that's iconic from this is there a Lisa, you're tearing me apart, or a high doggy? There's one where the alien goes, Stupid! You're stupid little minds! <laughs> I so, like that. So I like that. That's honestly the best one, but other than that, it's just really crappy dialogue, like I showed you, where he said, The future's gonna affect you because of the effects of the future. The future events will affect you in the future! And when you're in the future, these future things will transpire. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and there's the Bella Lugosi footage that he appropriated. Oh, that's that's cool, you know. Yeah, Bella Lugosi basically he uh, he he just walks around and then he dies and then they bring him back to life. That's it. 
And then it's someone else playing him. Oh, really? Yeah. They just recast? Yeah, do you remember that that part in the movie where, no, there's like this bald guy, and then Edward's like, can you go like this? And oh, yes, and they tell him to keep like that. Yeah. So they don't notice. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. How, how was Firefox? Um, it was also absolutely terrible. Okay, this is the deal. So, came on 82. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be... <clears throat> Wikipedia said it was an action techno-thriller. Wow. A techno-thriller. That sounds exotic, right? Mm-hmm. It's written and produced by Clint Eastwood based off a book, apparently. Uh, this movie absolutely sucks. Okay? This is a bad, bad movie. And this is one of the few cop movies where by the third act, I was tuned out. And I was doing something else. Mm-hmm. Okay? I usually try to pay attention a little bit. Okay? There's usually something to cling to. This movie has nothing. Okay? <laughs> Basically, this is the plot. It's just Clint Eastwood is like a, a Vietnam vet, and of course he has PTSD yeah. because, and of course we'll have flashbacks of the PTSD throughout the film mm-hmm. because that's the kind of movie it is. Um, and the U.S. government's uh, allies with the British government they say you got to go to Soviet, you got to infiltrate Soviet Russia, and you got to steal their Firefox. The web browser. They're, they have to steal the experimental new web browser they use <laughs> that gives results better than anything. <laughs> it's actually just this plane that, you know, apparently top speed is Mach 6. That's a lot of mocks, And only, in the U.S. <laughs> only has up to Mach 3. Um, it's got state-of-the-art weaponry. And apparently it's, you can, it can be controlled with thought. Holy you shit. You put the helmet on and you can control missiles with thought. What year is this supposed to be set in? It's in it. It came out eighty two. It's supposed to be in set in eighty two. Okay. So yeah, I know it's a little advanced. I don't think we have thought controlled technology yet. Um, so that's the film. Um, this is the problem with the film. Number one, the film is clearly divided into three acts, and it's some of the worst. This is like the worst possible way to structure this kind of movie. Okay. So the first forty minutes is just him trying to get into Russia, get into the position. Okay. Mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood is not good in this, okay? And maybe he's not good in other stuff, but, like, when he's in a Sergio Leone film, it's like, okay, this works, mm-hmm. okay? He's Clint Eastwood, this works, mm-hmm. okay? He doesn't have a ton of range. In this, he's terrible. He's, like, playing old, decrepit Clint Eastwood, and every once in a while, he'll have a PTSD flashback where he'll open his eyes wide and go, <sighs> and then they show, the fo- the, they show this traumatizing footage, which he got taken by a Vietnamese... He got captured by the Vietnamese. And they they had him in a straw cage and they're carrying him. And then these fighter jets come and save him. But they dump napalm everywhere. And they blow up everybody, including this little girl that he makes eye contact with. So that's the motif. Is you see this little girl whenever anything tense happens. Mm-hmm. There's no characters in this movie. Okay, The characters... There's one memorable character. He has this guy who is a, hard, a Soviet hard-ass who is helping him. He's like a dissident. And he, he, he's like, his, he sees his guide, and he helps him get to his position, okay? I, I cannot stress the fact that every other character in this is so devoid of any character that I can't remember their names. The main guy's name is Gant. Clint Eastwood, his name is Gant. Michael okay. Gant. His, psych, his Soviet psychic, don't remember. I don't remember their names. He goes, so the first 40 minutes is he goes 
through Russia, you will see him interact with six or seven security guards, and they'll do that thing. You know that thing in the movie? They meet a security guard, and it's like, I gotta play this cool. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, who's gonna break their cool first? Mm-hmm. And he does it like six or seven times. We see him walk through the airport like six or seven times. We see him run in dark alleys six or seven times. The first 40 minutes of this has no action except for one time when he just beats a KGB officer in the head with a club. The dialogue in this sucks. It's so dry. It's the, seriously, this is seriously one of the most joyless films I've ever seen where it's so serious for no reason. You get the sense that this is the kind of movie that they would have shown in basic on like Saturday, in basic training on Saturday night during the Cold War. It's like, watch Firefox. There's nothing here that will, you know, there's nothing here that will make you think or anything. You know, like they're not putting on Full Metal Jacket, right? They're putting on Firefox. Yeah. So the first 40 minutes he gets to where he needs to go. Then the middle portion is him infiltrating this base. And just... Nothing happens, man. Nothing nothing happens in this movie. Keep in mind, this movie is like two hours and ten minutes. It's Mm. extraordinarily long. Then the last 40 minutes of the film are him and the Firefox. If you've seen Top Gun, it's like the shittiest parts of the Top Gun um, firefights. um, Which is to say it's got none of the character and poor effects and none of the dynamism that even a movie like Top Gun has. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then the movie ends, and that's it. Okay, that's it. The, there's no characters. It's competent. Okay, I'll say this. The production, provo- production value is fine. Um, the costuming's fine. Everybody is competent. But why they made a movie like this, I don't know. Because, you know, you watch like a James Bond movie, and it adds that flair to like the Cold War, right? Where it's like, oh, look, exotic cars, exotic women, exotic locales. This is none of the above. It doesn't have anything exotic. Yeah. It's just moving through gray corridors. And I mean, I guess this is what real espionage is like, but it doesn't really make for entertaining cinema, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, seriously, by the fourth act, when it's just... Or, the, sorry, the third act, when it's just all dogfighting, I just tuned out and went to make a cup of coffee. <laughs> came back. Uh, nothing much had changed. Um, this movie really fucking sucks, man. This is one of the worst cop films I've seen. I would probably rather get stung on my mouth by a wasp again than watch this movie, like, straight up. It was so mind-numbing. I don't know. It's not even that action-packed because, like, you get a couple of shootouts um, in the first two acts, and then the third act is just dogfighting. They didn't... They really could not do, like, dogfighting well in this era because the effect... Like, the... When you pull out of the cockpit and you see the green screen, immediate immersion breaking. They're using miniatures? Yeah, they're using Mm -hmm. miniatures of this Firefox. The Firefox looks like the X-Men's jet. Okay. Um, And it's just gray. And it's just a thing where it's like tracking, tracking, tracking. Okay, locked on. Oh, I missed them. (laughs) Tracking, tracking again. I, I was so seriously bored by this movie. I was hoping there was going to be some kind of saving grace, some redemption, some some quality. I what The thing that pissed me off is that I finished this and I was like, there's no way there's a this is a cult film by any measure. I went to the Wikipedia and I didn't see cult. And 
there's nothing like cult about it. There's nothing extraordinary. There's nothing extraordinarily bad. It's just an extremely dull film. I don't know why it's on that 400 top call movies list. <laughs> oh, this is a bit whack. I mean, like, but at least that one that's okay. It has, like, a popular movie that's, border, like, borderline cult. This yeah. is just, like, a nothing movie that no one remembers and is meant to be forgotten. The thing about the dogfights, like, especially in Star Wars, is that you have to have good music or good editing for them to be entertaining, right? Yes. Like, Did it, was it both that were bad? Or? Well, yeah, it was terrible. Like, you first of all, I mean, you know, in... In Star Wars, you got... There's stakes, okay? Mm-hmm. It's like the fate of the galaxy is at stake. Yeah. This is like... You know what? You know what's going to happen at this end? You know the Americans are going to win because it's an American movie. But even then, like, there's no suspense in how it's going to unfold. There's nothing to really root for. You don't care for Clint Eastwood's character because he's the nothing character. If you thought he was, like, stale and unforgiven, oh, this is, like, a new low for him, man. This is a new low... And, like, I know he's done some good stuff. I mean, like, he directed Million Dollar Baby, which I haven't seen, but I heard is good. He did American Sniper, which people accuse of being, like, American propaganda, but I still think is a pretty well-directed film. Mm-hmm. This movie, like, has nothing to offer anybody. Who wrote it? Clint Eastwood. It, but it's, oh, right. Written and directed by, you said? Yes, but mm-hmm. he... It's an adapted screenplay from some 70s novel. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's just like the worst Tom Clancy picture or book you've ever read in your whole life, because not like Jack Reacher isn't even there to like crack heads. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just old ass Clint Eastwood having a PTSD attack every twenty five minutes, and then a lot of Russian people coming and going. Um, they don't even do like the war the worst the war room scenes are so easy to do in these movies you have like the have like at least one person with charisma in there and it'll be okay yeah they fuck it up the movie looks like shit because even though it's like decently shot um it's just the color palette is so dull the i the best way to describe the way this movie looks is like dark dark brown red mm. like maroon like mm-hmm. the ugly, like rust. This yeah. movie looks like fucking rust. Okay? This movie sucks. And I'm pissed that I had to watch this instead of watching Plan 9, which, okay, maybe that also sucked, but that at least had aliens and Bella Lugosi and people remember. Yeah. It's, look, this is art. This, this single frame is more <laughs> exciting than what I saw in the fucking Firefox. It was terrible. <laughs> I would give this, because the laws of physics don't allow zero bags, it's getting one bag. This is one of the worst cop movies we've reviewed. I have to watch it now. No, like, just well, don't. I, I feel You'll be like bored. I, I owe it to you, you know? No, I'll watch Plan 9 because I understand that th- this has cinematic value, or at least historical value. Firefox, yeah. like, just just trust me, bro. You, nope. I like Clint Eastwood, and I hated this movie. <laughs> this movie will make you implode, okay? The only thing I can relate what you're saying to is the wicker man with nick cage where in that movie he has those same flashbacks all the time and they're so goddamn annoying but you know even wicker man has all the bees okay that's funny yeah and like you wait for that for the whole movie but then there's the payoff this movie ends and it's just like directed by clint eastwood and it's like yay yay (laughs) 
I guess it's semi-topical because Russians are uh, political enemies right now, but I don't know. There's like a million other pieces of media where that's the case. Go play a Call of Duty game. It's going to have a more riveting story than this. Yeah, and we're going to have decades of Ruskies are bad stories coming now because of Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, they made their bed. <laughs> They're going to lie in it, bro. Yeah, this movie sucks. It's one out of five bags. And I don't want to... It's fu- it's kind of no. funny how the the stars well the stars lined up this episode and, and we got the two shittiest movies yeah. possible yeah I guess it, I I guess I don't think the stars aligned I think <laughs> the, I think they're they're pretty out of whack or we angered somebody up above but uh, yeah the this movie was shit and not in a cool way like Plan Nine just in a <laughs> shitty shit way. <sighs> Sorry, if this movie had been like. 45 minutes shorter it would have been tolerable maybe. <laughs> but they stretch it out for so long yeah two a two hour plus movie that sucks feels like an eternity this is like your dad who doesn't watch movies favorite film yeah firefox yeah and it's like oh it's, why oh it's got clint eastwood oh it's uh it's got planes it just sucks it sucks it sucks so hard <laughs> That's it, man. That's Firefox, man. Was there anything else you want to talk about? This week, no. But I have a movie for next week, okay? Okay. Because fuck the wheel. Okay. Look, look where it takes us. Okay. Okay? We're playing stupid games and we're winning stupid prizes. <laughs> the first... Uh, and here's the thing. We're g- this is going to be the first c- professional cop episode, right? Mm-hmm. So it needs to be a big film. Mm-hmm. But it needs to be cult, mm-hmm. because we have to stay true to our roots. And it has to be something that'll be I- interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think this will end up being interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, think, I think you don't like this film that much. Okay. Um, we're going to do Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to do Fight Club. Okay. We'll do Fight Club. Starring Brad Pitt, Edward Norton. Yep. Now it's famous. There's rules about it that I don't remember. I'll have to watch the film to find out. Yeah. But then we'll talk a lot about Fight Club. Uh, hopefully that's a, a thing we can do. Yeah, that's going to be the first episode of Cult of Professionalism, <laughs> is Fight Club. Uh, and, um, yeah, fuck the wheel. I think we've exhausted... You know what? You know what? This, this movie was so bad, I was actually pissed i went to the 400 movies list yeah and i picked like 10 movies that i actually would be in that i think would be interesting wa- uh watches so now i have actual films to bring to the table i'll do the same i'll do that too so bring some movies to the table the wheel it, it's canceled it's canceled it's tbd <laughs> tbd when it'll return um the next time it'll return it'll be when we don't have any ideas and i'll make sure that doesn't happen that's it. You will try. Um, I, I will do more. I will succeed. We'll see. You know, dread it, run from it, you know the rest. <laughs> All right. These are good. hours of my life, Lucas. God damn it. Well, yeah, I'll fill the time somehow. But not like this. Not like this. Anything else you want to say? Um, no, I think that's it for me. Uh, 
you know, thanks guys for tolerating this weird split episode because of Lucas's uh, inability to communicate. Send an email. I'll tally them up. <laughs> What's and, the email again? Um, it, it's up there, and <laughs> the people will let us know. I'll say the score at the, uh, the, the score. Of, yeah, I'll say you know. Oh, it's three for Matt, four for Luke, seven for Luke, two for Matt. That sort of thing of you know who they're in favor of. I think I'm going to get a lot of votes. I know the Guatemalans will pull through for me. We'll, we'll see. Uh, Till next time. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast.